Hello and welcome to a new episode of Meet Me in the Middle. Today we make our picks for week two of the NFL action. Break down the fantasy football action from last week and cover a few news items, you know, that are brand spanking new today. Uh, so you guys are going to get ready to enjoy that. Yeah, it's another satellite podcast. So Hunter sound quality is again not great, but it is better than last episode. Let's get in now. But now, before we get in there, I want to talk to you guys about something else. And I think you know what it's going to be. It is our lovely Patreon. Patreon.com slash MMITM. The only place where you can currently get ad-free episodes of Meet Me in the Middle. $1 a month. You get the access to the ad-free episodes. You also get exclusive content only found on Patreon.com. It's great. For $1, you get every episode of Meet Me in the Middle ad-free. It's shorter, it takes up less of your time, and it's less annoying because you don't have to hear me talk as much. $5 a month gets you into the Wall of Buddies on our website. So you go to meetmeinthemiddle.co, click on Wall of Buddies on the top bar, and you get to see your name on the internet. For $20 a month, you get into the T-Shirt Club, which is all that previous stuff, plus a brand new spanking T-Shirt every month. At your door. And then for $100 a month, you get that, this, the other, and you get to give us a script for a momentary shout out to yourself or to people that you like. You know, it could be anything, but it's got to be clean because that's what we're marked as on iTunes. So keep that in mind. But I'm going to get you guys into the show now because you're definitely done with this one. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Meet Me in the Middle. I'm Xander Fadley. I'm Hunter York. And he sounds better today than he did on our last episode because we're... Poor editing, poor editing. It's all, it's all, all, all my fault, really, is what it is. <clears throat> I can hear any complaints from me. I agree with you. It is uh, your fault. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you about agreeing with me. Um, well, today we are going to obviously just be talking about uh, the NFL stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of it going on this weekend. If you didn't see, we uh, tweeted out our picks for Thursday night, so we were locked in on that one. Um, pretty interesting match, that one. Baltimore-Cincinnati, I watched some of it. It's not a match. Quit saying match. you got to stop saying match. Jeez Louise. It's a game. It was a game. It was a football game. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore looked bad in the first half, better in the second half, still lost. Cincinnati was good in the first half, decent in the second half. They won. Cool. I didn't watch all of it. I went we're, to sleep. We're done with that. Well, you got that pick right. All right. Uh, do you just want to hop right into the rest of the week? Sure, man. All right. Um, Carolina, Atlanta. Uh, not much to say about this one. Uh, it's in Atlanta, so it will be happening because Carolina, I think, is still getting dumped on by that hurricane. Um, and as far as picks are concerned, uh, Hunter picked Carolina, and I picked Atlanta. Because are you think are they going to bounce back from last week? I mean, they won last week, Carolina, but it was not a great performance at all. I just went with my gut. Just went with your gut. In a dome, you know they're going to be. It's going to be an interesting match. Uh, Chargers, Buffalo. Again, Jeez. if you listen closely, he says match again. Did I say match again? Yep. Next game, Chargers, Buffalo. This pick is pretty easy for for us because Buffalo looks really just horrendous. Yeah, they're not very good this year. I mean, the coach won't commit to not playing Peterson. Peterman. Peterman. You are Boy, off today. I am. Um, yep. Just do you not even watch football? I do. No, you don't. I watched. You a lot. know it's Nathan Peterman then. I watched a lot of football last week. Didn't learn anything though. Nope. I never learn. Never learn. Um, next game, Minnesota Green Bay. Uh, this one was easy for me again. Minnesota, especially with Aaron Rodgers possibly not playing, he'll play. You think he'll play? No, I no? think I think his body will be out there, but he yeah. will mentally be there because he was like my knee, my knee. It's like yeah, Aaron, we know it's your knee. Like what did you do to it? It hurt real bad. 
Yeah. Okay. He. This guy's gone. I don't. I don't know how hurt his knee is. They still, I think, are calling it a knee sprain, but they haven't like released any actual details. You know. Well, yeah, because it's Aaron Rodgers. Right. He's a very private person. He's very. Well, they'll private. do what. Uh, I forget who it was a couple of years ago that they refused to put the player on IR, mm. so that everyone would be like, "Oh, is he going to come back this week? We have to prepare for him." Right. It's a mind game. I think it was it Gronk. They did it with for a long time. No, his his knee was like visibly broken when it that happened was, to him. It'll come back to me sometime. Just it might have even been in basketball, but it was like, oh, so and so's hurt real bad. Like, but they'll practice, yeah, and then they'll be like, well, we don't know if he'll come back. Mm-hmm. So the other team spends time planning for him in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll do that. Regardless, we all picked. Minnesota. We all is in. I'm also keeping yeah. track of old Xander picks, which were preseason picks. He's been uh, talking in the third person, like uh, old Xander. Old Xander. He's a different person. His pick. You, you when don't he picked know me. When he picked Buffalo over the Chargers in that game that we just chose, uh, that was before he knew that Buffalo was terrible. You, you know my name, not my story. That's right. That's old Xander. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Nolens. Uh. Nolens. Hunter picked. Hunter did pick. Well, that's Nolens. my team. So right, and I, I'm going to go with the tie. I think Cleveland's going to tie <laughs> again. They're going to go undefeated this season in all their games, but they're not going to win either. So Hugh Jackson's going to end up with a what? A one thirty-one and sixteen. One thirty-one. Yeah, and 16. one thirty-one and sixteen. Yeah. That's what his record's going to be. Goal. Yeah. Yeah. How would you? How would they respond to that? How would that work out we, in the shakings? We were talking about this earlier. How does that work? Like, if a team is, let's say, seven, nine, and one, or no? Well, no. If we go all the way, if, sorry, if, that's not possible. If a team is uh, eight and eight, eight and eight, and they're zero and zero, zero and sixteen, then no, it would be the eight and eight team. That's an easy one. Is it? Yeah. What if? Okay. All right, seven and nine versus zero and sixteen, because technically. If a tie is worth more than a loss, but less than a win, then a team that has... This makes my brain hurt. Yeah, seriously. I don't... Hopefully we don't have to come to that, but kind of hopefully we do. You kind of hope you do so that everyone can be just as confused at the same time. And the NFL has to make up a... uh, Has to make up a rule all of a sudden. Like, yeah, no, this has always been the rule. We put it in... Obviously. Like, it's a footnote. It's a yeah. footnote. It's like, just in case this happens. We're really glad this guy did this, but just in case for yeah. some reason this happens. It's so weird that we just found this today. Yeah. Oh, man. It's not in pencil. No, it was no, in no. the Lost Files. That's right. Uh, Miami and the Jets. I think I picked the Jets. We all picked the Jets. We're saying we all. <laughs> it's been concerning. <laughs> Even old Xander did. Uh, yeah, because Sam looks legit. Good Sammy boy Donald. in the draft, I said... While he may not be the same player, mm-hmm. I think he has the potential to be the next Peyton Manning. Potential. That doesn't mean I guarantee it. Right. But, I mean, he did really well his first game. Apart from his first throw being a pick six, Yeah. he he won them the game. A lot of quarterbacks went with their first throws being picks this the, in the yeah. first week. I mean, well, Andrew Luck like did his, it. his uh Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I, I was but, just, just going to go through the couple I remembered. It was like... A, I remember at least two. It's like two people have started off their career with pick sixes. And it was like Brett Favre. Uh huh. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Someone else, but it's like both of them are going to be Hall of Famers. Is Brett Favre already Hall of Famer? I don't know if he is yet. He's at least in the the Ring of Honor at Green Bay, which is like a big deal because he did turn traitor on them and joined the Vikings. Brett Favre is the most white quarterback ever. Like where you get, man, he threw thirty touchdowns this year. He also threw 26 interceptions. He did indeed. He never had incompletions. The truest definition of a gunslinger. <laughs> so you hit some. <laughs> you're not really sure where it's going, but it hit somebody. And not like a good gun. We're talking about like a musket. We're talking about a musket rifleman. No, no, that's that's you can't have a musket rifleman. Like a musket man from the Revolutionary War. You just kind of hope you can hit the thing on the other side. Yeah, true. Uh, yep. Kansas City, Pittsburgh. You went with Pitt. I went with KC. Uh, I went with Pitt because James Conner looks pretty good. James Conner. This is this one's a kind of a toss-up because both of them. Screw you, Le'Veon. That's right. Uh, both of them looked not. Hold on. No, Pittsburgh drew. Who drew, who'd Cleveland play last week? I think Pittsburgh. Yeah, so they drew. I was going to say they both look good, but Pittsburgh drew Cleveland, so that's not a good look. Um, and Kansas City. 
I can't remember what they did. They did really well, right? With Tyree Kill scored like a touchdown on the opening play. Right, and Patrick Mahomes looked good, right? That's their quarterback? Yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, so that's why I went with them. Um, Philadelphia, well, Tampa. Oh, did you have something else to say about that one? I was just saying it's a – if uh, Connor can do that every other week, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's going to be sitting pretty with the Le'Veon Bell situation. Well, oh, I Being think, like, hey, we don't have to pay you. Right. I, I was able to draft James Connor in like the what the sixth round of the league we just joined, which was kind of early. Well, we that. actually, we actually, what uh, was it? Sixth round? I don't know. He was he was still there, and if well, Le'Veon, I was going to pick him actually. We'll yeah, pick him. if Le'Veon does hold out till week ten, then he's probably going to end up being a good pickup. I say you just try and trade him, Le'Veon. Yeah, I mean, because clearly he doesn't want to be there. Right. Oh, you're talking about what the Steelers should actually do. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think I meant? Fantasy. Oh, well, I don't care about fantasy football. I'm just going to win it all either way. That's right. But he, Wait, No, I'm on. saying that Steelers need to get rid of him mm-hmm. because apparently all the players in the locker room are ticked off and hate him. Right. It's like, And then you have a perfectly fine running back who's young mm-hmm. doing real well. Yeah. So... I mean, I it's, think it's a home run for the Steelers. It's an easier decision than the Raiders made with Cleo Mack because Cleo Mack was just holding out, but the players weren't against him yet. The Steelers have a guy holding out, and the players are against him. Well, apparently the only people who thought he wanted to be there still in Oakland were, like, the players. Mm-hmm. But Cleo Mack did not want to stay there. He it made it not, abundantly clear. Well, he did not want to stay there for the price they were willing to pay him. Well, I, I had heard the, he didn't want to stay in general. He didn't like Gruden. Well, that could be true. That and, could be very well true. I mean, we're on the outside looking in, so... <laughs> Major outside. Well, I mean, you know how it is sometimes yeah. where you and I may know something, right. but if someone interprets it a different way, right. then it just spirals out of control, and you never know the real story. True. True. I mean, yeah. Never yeah. going to know the real story. Where were we? We were at Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. I picked Philly, and you uh, went with Tampa Bay. I just you saw. Uh, you believe in the Fitz magic. Fitzpatrick did really good. He did. And uh, I mean, I don't know if it'll hold up, right. but I just, I like it. I think that he's going to be all right this year when Jameis isn't there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, Jameis is in trouble. You know, I mean, I, even more than he's already in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't say much because I'm a Jameis hater. Right. Like, yeah, he put up big numbers in college. But I never thought, hey, this guy's elite. Right. He's kind of like... He was one of those college quarterbacks who can put up big numbers, but like, I don't know if he can make the leap. Yeah. I'm like, okay, great, you're in the NFL. Yeah. We're proud of you. Congrats. But there's no guarantee you're going to be, you know, day one starter. And it's like Tampa went all in on it. True. So, and I think that's, you know, I don't know why more teams don't do what Green Bay did with Aaron Rodgers. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, let him sit behind a, a Hall of Famer for a bit and then groom him into a starter, and it's like you just pick up where you left off. Well, <clears throat> part of it is that a lot of teams aren't that patient. and Well, secondary- I mean, co- coaches aren't uh-huh. because they know, like, ownership, they will be. GM, they will be. But if you're, you're a coach, you're going, well, i got to feed him to the wolves now right? because if he doesn't do well now, then I'm gone. But if he does, all right, mm-hmm. I get an extension. And, and another thing, I think you also have – it can't be a first-rounder. Like, you can't take a first-round draft pick and use it on a quarterback and have him sit back there for four years. I, that would be really tough for – Well, I'm not saying four years. I mean, Rodgers sat for, what, two? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. It's like it's tough. But also, I think the best quarterbacks have come out have sat behind players. Yeah. And Drew Brees was behind Drew Bledsoe mm-hmm. for a while. So he got to learn there. I mean, went to New Orleans, was a star. Um, I mean, it's always going to be tough. I mean, to to justify picking a quarterback and playing him right away. Right. Which is what the Bills were trying to avoid. Right. But now Peterman was so bad. So bad. Zero. If you guys don't remember, he got a zero quarterback rating. Which is almost more impressive than like a really high quarterback yeah, rating. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like that's a more notable figure than getting a one. Forty-nine. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Well, actually, I think I'm mixing like the rating that ESPN uses, which is out of a hundred in the NFL's quarterback rating, which is like out of one forty-nine point yeah. five or whatever. Yeah. So he probably actually had points in the QBR, but not the whatever. Who cares? 
Um, Not you. Houston, Tennessee. We all went with Houston because Again, we don't. stop with the we all. Sorry. We both. There you that. go. Zan- Past Xander isn't real. Past Xander does not count. Um, we both went with Houston because, I mean, we don't really trust either quarterback. Uh, but we trust Houston's defense. Well, for me, it was a toss-up because it's like, it's one of those games the only people that are going to watch are in those markets. Yes. And no one else cares Absolutely. about it. Absolutely, yeah. Like, if that's on TV here, I guarantee you we will turn it to something else or just have it on in the background. I hope. I think it's on it. Okay, it's on at one, so I think we'll be safe. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know what I mean? It's, you yeah. just don't care about it if you're not a fan. There is no, there is no out-of-market uh, goodness for that one. Well, I'm, you know, continuing to say what I was saying with, like, Houston's defense is good, mm-hmm. but they haven't shown everything they have. Right. Jadavion Clowney has not really blown up the league. Well, it's been good. <clears throat> it's, it, it, I actually don't know if I saw any clips. What did they do last week? Did he, Houston was in New England, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. So I don't know anything about that game, actually, except for the scoreline that Houston lost. So I don't know how J.J. Watt looked coming back, uh, but the only way that Jadavion Clowney has like been actually really effective is when he was playing with J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt takes up so much attention of offensive lines and things like that. Well, that's why uh, the defensive end, Fidel Brown from Ole Miss, got drafted the same year Kim Dietschy came out because mm-hmm. they double, triple team Kim Dietschy and right. he gets sacks. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't know. I. One, I just don't like the Titans. Right. They hired a defensive-minded coach. Mike Brable. Brable for a team that needs to, you know, push their offense to better things because since they're young. Also, they lost Delaney Walker for the year. Tennessee did. Yeah, and that's a that's a he's not a big numbers guy, but he's he was definitely a he's reliable. He, he was a hot route guy for. Uh, he was a security blanket for uh, uh, Mariota. Yeah. So losing him is it, they lost, He's pretty injury prone because I I had him on my one of my fantasy teams a couple of years ago, and he kept picking up dings and knocks all over the place. And, you know, it, it's hard to it's hard to build an offense and have, like, a, a security blanket be so infrequent, which is why they haven't done super well in, in the past couple of years. Yeah, and they just... The other thing that the Titans do is... Uh, and I mean, you get that way with a lot of markets, mm-hmm. but their fan base just wants to win a Super Bowl now. It's almost as if, like... The Tennessee Titans and the Tennessee Volunteers had, like, the same fan base yeah. or something. Well, you know, it's like, if, and this is not a diss to people who think it's their year all the time, mm-hmm. but if you're a real football fan, you realistically look and go, probably not this year. Probably mm-hmm. not next year. Like, t- a couple free agent signings, <clears throat> a couple hits in the draft, three or four years down the road, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, the Saints, I don't think we're winning anything this year. I no. think we'll make the playoffs. We'll yeah, look good. Probably. But unless a fluke happens and we hit the jackpot with rookies again, yeah, it's not going to be the same thing. Well, speaking of not knowing when it's not your team's time, next game was Indy versus Washington, and I went with Washington. You went with Indy. Yeah, I picked Indy. I just Washington's defense is better, and it's going to be a sloppy field because it's that they're in Washington, so that's going to have a lot of rain, and that's just I think that'll really probably slow down the offense. And if we don't, if our offense isn't producing, then our defense can't stop anything. So I think that's Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah. You made it sound like you were playing in Seattle. No, well, the, like, the well, hurricane. It's raining and well, yeah, I know what you okay. meant, but it sounded like you were saying like, "Oh, it rains all the yeah. time there." And I was like, "Uh, no." I, I meant that the hurricane that's currently over Carolina is also dumping rain on Washington D.C. I would think, just because, or it will be soon. So I, I, I think that the Colts are going to struggle with that, considering we're an indoor team most of the time. I think they're going to be fine. All right. I, I mean, that would be, that'd be why you picked them. I think they're going to show their ground game a lot more. We'll see. Well, yeah, uh, that's – yeah, that was – yeah. Arizona, Carolina. We both went with Carolina. Yeah. Nope, sorry. That's the Rams. It's L-A-R, not C-A-R. The Rams, because the Rams look really good. I mean, they, they really took care of Oakland uh, mm-hmm. last week. And uh, they got Dominic Sue and Donald mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. the same line. So and they're, they, they looked really good. So if they can 
if they can uh, uh, get any sort of lead and put pressure on Arizona, who was not super great last week, uh, then I think they could probably pull that out pretty easily. And they're home in L.A., which, I mean, doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean a lot because Arizona is close, but a home game is always easier than an away game. Yeah, yeah, of course. John, John Madden moment right there. No, that wasn't John Madden. It was like... John Madden's are like, you get five yards, that's five more towards the first down. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, duh. Okay. But, so, like, it doesn't necessarily mean home games are easier wins, though. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, think about the times when, like, the Colts were bad with uh, Painter. Ooh. And, like, people would come in and just slaughter him. Yeah. And, like, the fans turn on you. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't a John Madden moment. Okay, I'll well, thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. You, you and no John Madden. Now, we, we were hating on the Houston-Tennessee match, but this one I, is probably worse. Detroit-San Francisco. Now, we, we talked about how the Bills were bad. Detroit looked possibly worse. Oh, awful. I got to see a lot of that game. Yeah. I kept going, boy, oh, boy, yeah. this is Matt, bad. Matt Patricia's looking a little rough around the edges as a new coach. Yeah. Um, which isn't his fault. He's a first-year coach. I was, I was about to say, it's to be expected. Yeah. I but don't, it's never good to come out losing like that and go, oh, boy. Also, well, I mean, I was going to say also he's a defensive-minded coach. But when your defense gets shredded like that and you have, what, like 170 yards of penalties or whatever? Yeah. Jeez. When you're losing that badly and you're giving up that many penalty yards, it's it's outrageous. We all picked. We both picked San Francisco. I almost did it again. I, I did it again, and then I corrected myself. We all picked San Francisco. We both picked San Francisco. Uh, I just because I can't pick Detroit. And well, you the only reason Detroit. I picked San Francisco is because we got to watch their preseason against yeah. the Colts. Yeah. And I thought Pierre Garcon looked like a beast again. And uh, you think Jimmy G is going to have a bounce back game? Yeah. He should. <laughs> He's against Detroit. He probably should. And they have should. Richard Sherman's there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, are we going to watch it? No, no. Absolutely not. No, no, no. I saw, no. Well, I mean, it's on at 4.05, so I don't think we, I don't think it'll be on local television. No. Um, <clears throat> next one. Oakland, Detroit. I'm Denver. Dang. I need to write more clearly. Yeah, you're but way that, off. That is it. It's Oakland and Denver. I picked. No, we both picked. We both picked Denver. Yep. Um, because Oakland did not look impressive last week, uh, and Denver did not look as bad as we thought. No, well, the thing with Denver is they're not bad. The problem is, is that I think everyone and their brother knows. All right, Case. Case Keenum is their. I mean, their quarterback is their Achilles heel in that one. Their defense is still really good. Well, I think you know, obviously bias here. So I was like putting it out when I say stuff. But I do think Chad Kelly will be the starter by the end of the year. It, I mean, he's moved up from he he made them cut Paxton Lynch, who was a first round draft pick two years ago. Yeah, so he's 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 uh, uh, he went, John Elway sees something in him. He literally went from Mister Irrelevant to the number two quarterback on the roster, mm-hmm. which is saying something. Yeah, and, um, and for Chad, I hope he's able to play. Right, but at the same time, you know, if Case Keenum's winning you games, which he's like the okay. Sorry, this is kind of random. It's Case Keenum. Yeah. He's always the most average quarterback. Yeah. Like, if you pick him, you're guaranteed to go, like, 7-9 or 8-8. Eight eight. Right. It's like, nothing better, but you'll get that. So, it's like, you you want that reliability from him, mm-hmm. but you're also like, do we really want to go 8-8 eight eight again? And when your defense is so good, and all, all you need is, like, a touchdown and a field goal to win a game... Mm-hmm. And Case Keenum can provide that without turning the ball over. Yeah. Then like, don't rock the boat, right? If yeah. you can, if you can still sit Chad Kelly for a year and have him really get into the offense and get acclimated to the NFL, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Maybe they are going to hit the hit the jackpot with the Aaron Rodgers situation. I mean, I know he's not behind a Hall of Famer at all with oh, Case no, no. Keenum in front of him. Jury's still out on that one. But he does have a Hall of Famer in the front office helping yep. him out. So. That could possibly, yeah, you could possibly see Chad Kelly really coming into his own in a year or two with, well, at that point, they would probably need the offense to do more because their defense won't still be as dominant because they're already getting older. Well, they, they just need weapons. They mm-hmm. don't really ever have, like they have Demarius Thomas. Still have Demarius Thomas. Uh, Sanders, is he still there? I don't think Emmanuel Sanders is still there. Um, But basically, they just need big name targets mm-hmm. that... I mean, heck, if you start Chad Kelly, cut Keenum, sign some other backup, 
you've saved a bunch of money. Right. And you can go spend it on a receiver yeah. or a tailback or a lineman. And you're not going to find a cheaper rookie contract than Mr. Irrele- Irrelevance. Yeah, true. Uh, next game up is New England and Jacksonville. So New England gets another AFC South team. I said Jacksonville. You did say Jacksonville. I said New England because uh, I don't I don't trust uh, 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 Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. I almost said Blaine Gabbard, but that's luckily in the past for Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I picked Jacksonville because I think it is in it's Jacksonville. Sh- it's, so it's one of those games. I think. That, sorry, excuse me. That's all right. That will take New England by surprise. Mm-hmm. Where I think they're going to say like, "Oh, we've got him in the bag," and then Dante Moncrief scores a touchdown, right? And then Leonard Fournette scores. It's like, well, I think Leonard Fournette is questionable for the game. Oh, he's gonna play. All right. Well, I have no uh, idea if he's gonna play. I mean, Jacksonville does have a good defense. Yeah, Clyde Campbell. Yeah, he left Arizona like to go to Jacksonville, right? Which says a lot from where Mm. they were to the other where they are with Mm -hmm. Tom Coughlin running the front office. We'll see how everybody deals with everything, you know, because New England still has the still has the uh, uh, targets like like Gronk and all of their white slot receivers. They still have Brandon Cooks, don't they? No, no, no. no, no. no. He's Traded on him. he's on the Raiders Rams now. Yeah, with Cooper Cup, another yeah. white slot guy. Yeah, but no, they just have like a a closet full of white uh, short five nine to five eleven receivers mm-hmm. who can who are good at route running. So when it's like it's, I imagine it like you know those tie racks, and you you put in your closet. They just or, or like a, a like a, the back of a uh, laundromat, a dry cleaners, where you just got things hanging up on the yeah, and going around. It's just carousel. white guys holding on the yeah. whole way. Yep. He's like, oh, it's a cheap contract in in Green Bay. We can trade for him pretty easily. No, you just oh, no, 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 I'm saying these guys aren't signed. They're just there, and yeah. you go, oh, we'll take that one. Tom will. Oh, dump, that's a good choice, sir. Tom will dump it off to you uh, for. Th- Four yards at a time, three times in a row, you got a first down. And everyone will hate you that's not a New England fan. Yeah, yeah. Because you're playing really for New annoying. England. Well, uh, you're a little biased with that. Well, yeah. Everybody, most people <laughs> in this state are. Everyone is. <laughs> most people in this state are. Giants-Dallas. Uh, good old rivalry match that no one will care about this year. Uh, Their fans will. Dallas. It's Giants at uh, Dallas. Uh, I picked the Giants for some reason. I think that I, I just think that uh, Dallas was not impressive at all so against I, Carolina. You picked Dallas, yeah, because I know Eli Manning. Yeah, I know that's why that's why I was trepidatious picking the Giants. But you know, I could very easily imagine Odell Beckham getting breaking free against that Dallas secondary. Well, here's what the the reason I picked Dallas is because. Eli has never clicked with the offense last couple of years. Mm-hmm. The Ever since ben the Mac- OC. The McAdoo offense. Well, not anymore. Oh, is he not their coach anymore? I'm sure he coach? got fired. Oh. But um, I don't blame him. Basically, uh, Eli's kind of guy that if he doesn't work with the coordinator to make a playbook, it's probably not going to go well. Right. Because, and also you have hotheads on your team like Odell who right. want every pass. Like, yeah. and, but they've got so many weapons, and like Evan Ingram at tight end, mm-hmm. who's basically a big slot receiver. Right. You've got, uh, obviously, Odell, mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard, mm-hmm. and... Saquon Barkley. Yeah, and Saquon Barkley now. I mean, if Eli could throw 30 passes a game and complete 20 of them, yeah. they win every week. I mean, seriously. Well, as long as their defense doesn't mess up. At that point, it, it goes on well, the defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's just if they could get that consistently. But as I know, and you've seen in past years of fantasy, Eli could have a five touchdown game followed by a five interception game. Yeah. It's just he's all over the place. And, yeah. you know, you don't know what to think about it because, you know, you hope that he uh, could be more consistent in the twilight years of his career. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, I think he's got a year after this one, and I think he's done. Yeah, he he's definitely declined quickly. Well, it's it's because he's never been protected. True, he, true. He, no, if anybody could complain about a bad offensive line over multiple years, he won it. He won it two Super Bowls with some of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. Yeah, like they just don't. It's block, still so crazy that they won and against like as much as I hate to admit it, great teams. Yeah. Well, the one year they were going to be undefeated. They were until the Tyree. 
No. No, David Tyree catch? David Tyree. I almost said Tyree Kill, but I'm like, no, he actually still plays. Fun fact. David Tyree does not play. David Tyree is Ole Miss basketball's point guard's cousin. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. We got one you know more. You I know game. that? They uh, say it every single time they're on TV. Oh. Yeah, ESPN's like, oh, we found this fun fact. I'm like, yeah, you did the last two years, too. That's super cool. Super cool. <laughs> last game is Seattle at Chicago. Uh, you went with Seattle. I went with Chicago. I picked Seattle because uh, you don't trust the, the Bears' defense uh-huh. as good as Khalil Mack was. Uh, how do you blow that game like that? Well, you have Aaron Rodgers hyped up on Percocet, and he comes in and drops you know twenty-one unanswered points. But it, you know what I'm saying? It's like I get that Aaron Rodgers is like known for that right. like great comebacks, but you got to put that one away. The, the defense was on the field a ton in that second half. If the offense had any more possession time, they probably could have stopped them. Yeah. But when you get trotted out there, you know, if when it's an, an extended drive down the field, then your offense goes three and out, and you're back on ten minutes later. That's tough. Yeah, that is tough. And against yep. Aaron Rodgers, it's even tougher because, and you especially know. in a league where you only get fifty-five guys, right. I mean, college, you just sub guys in. Right. Like, just put them in for a play or two. All they got to do is all they got to do is run fast and not let yeah. a catch happen or whatever. So I, I think this game will be closer. Uh, mm. Personally, I think so. I think it really comes down to how the passing game will be for Seattle. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're running back Carson, I think, looked pretty good last yeah. week. It, it, a lot of it will rest on Mitch, too. Mitch, Mitchell. Mitchell Trubisky. Remember, he likes me. being called Mitchell. Right, and I'm not going to make Which the joke so I did. Dumb. I, I'm not going to make the joke I did because you hate it so much. I don't hate it. It's just dumb. Okay. Well, I think that if you think a joke is dumb, I think you hate that joke. Okay. It's not like a hate-hate, but it's like I just don't see that. It's fine. We have different views of Mitchell. We have different views of who Mitchell is. You know what? Let's put Mitchell in accounting. Mitchell Trubitsky accounting. I can see that. There we go. Not like a high up guy. No, no. Kind of like a. He wears. He he's wears, a yes man. He wears short sleeve button up white shirts with ties. So you're like, okay, guy. Yeah. I know it's business and it's, tucked in. I know it's yeah. business casual, but I don't want to see your forearms if your sleeves are. If it's not hot and your sleeves aren't rolled up, I don't want to see your forearms. Short like, sleeve button ups are not cool. And on like casual Fridays, he comes in with like an obscure San Francisco 49ers 19. 98 jerseys, like, yeah, that's right, authentic. That's right. And then no one talks to him because it smells like poop Ooh. because it's an old, unwashed, used jersey. Mitchell Trubitsky, he also not has your three, favorite guy. Three cats. Takes three donuts from the box when the people oh, bring in donuts. Yeah. Sees people coming, saves them for later. Just, Wait, he tries to talk to everybody who comes in. Like, oh, hey. Hey, yeah. Mitchell. Hey, it's how, Mitchell. Hey, how's that hemorrhoid doing? Like... <laughs> You know, really personal yeah. things out there. Yeah. Saw your post yesterday. Well, I didn't get invited. That sounds like him too. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like That's Mitchell. a good Mitchell Trubisky. He he's the guy you get caught in the elevator with and you're like Oh, oh like you start considering oh. how bad the stairs would be. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, I know it's like the fifth floor. The stairs aren't that bad, right? I can't get caught in the elevator with Mitchell. Mitchell can't get caught on the elevator with Mitchell. Mitchell's kinda like uh Michael Scott. In mm-hmm. the office, where he's trying to make plans with Pam and uh, Jim. Yeah. And it, after a while, they're like, uh, he's like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I don't think we're doing anything. And he's like, oh, you want to get some lunch? And he's like, uh, he's like, you said you weren't busy. So he traps him. Yeah. That's Mitchell. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, the guy you don't, Mitchell Trubisky, accountant and man you don't want to get caught in an elevator with. All right. Well, that was uh, what we think about is going to happen this week, including the Monday game. I mean, we'll have. That's a- what we know. We'll, we'll have an episode. I don't know if we'll have an episode. We'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to take a break and be back in a second. As I'm sure you're all aware, there are a good deal of places where you can make websites. But, you know, they're not all built the same. They're not all right. They're not all good. I, you know, I did my research. I looked around on the internet. I'm like, where does Meet Me in the Middle want to set up shop? And I found a place that fit my needs. First of all, there's a free option, which is always great when you're starting out. and You're not sure if you're actually going to keep up with it. 
So WordPress.com was just perfect for us. We start off with a free website. And as Meet Me in the Middle grew, as we started to get more serious about things, we were able to upgrade to a new website that gave us more storage space on the website, gave us a custom domain, it gave us a customizable RSS feed so you guys can listen to a podcast from us. And it was just, it was just the right move for us. I mean, when we when we really stepped back and think about it, we're like, you know, what do we want to do? We want to get our voice out there. We want people to get their voices out there. So we want to democratize publishing one website at a time. That's what they do. This free and open, they're free and open source. So I'm able to go in and edit things as I wish to make it how I want. And it's powering over 28% of the internet. So you know that it's a true uh, tried and trusted method for getting on the internet. You can start a blog or build a website in seconds today without any technical knowledge. And as I said, you can start for free. And then there's, you know, lots of traffic, 409 million people viewing 15.5 billion pages. It's constantly updated to make sure you get the best stuff for you. And like I said, there's upgrades available that give you all sorts of extra features that make it so you can make be what you want on the internet. So whether you're a blogger or a website owner, they would love to become your home on the internet. Join us and be our neighbors there. We'd say hello and send you some cookies. We're back. Uh, this Now we're going to talk about uh, some fantasy stuff that we did. We, You guys know about our... Fantasy our, football stuff. Fantasy football... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good clarification. Yes. You guys, I'm, all of our loyal listeners out there, listen to us pick our, uh, our ESPN league. Mm-hmm. Um, and oddly enough... Hunter and I played each other in the first, first week. week. The first week. Got to tell you, nail biter. I don't know if you guys follow us on Twitter, you saw you saw some of the tweets about uh how close it was. It came down to the last couple seconds of the Rams Oakland yep. game. Um overall performers though, like we had some good hits in in that first week. I mean, you had a uh, uh, Todd Gurley who's always good. Let's well, take him number 1, baby. It's right. Oh, I I took him. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, then you well, had, don't spoil it. And then you had Chris Thomas from the, the Thompson. Thompson. Yep. Redskins. Thompson. Yep. Redskins. He did very well. I told you. That's why mm-hmm. I picked him. He always does sneakily well. You had Drew Brees on your bench. Though. Yeah, I know. I mean, Tom Brady wasn't bad, but Drew Brees really. Drew Brees would have won it. For really me. dropped some on. Well, if we had both had one substitute, I had Deshaun Jackson who got. Th- they actually tied Drew Brees and Deshaun Jackson. Which says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. PPR league, man. Well, he only had five receptions. The problem was he had 146 yards and a touchdown. That, Two touchdowns. That helps. That that, that helps definitely helps. Um, my biggest disappointment: Travis Kelsey got me 1.6 points, which is really weird for him. He usually at least gets you five because Kansas City generally throws to tight ends, but like 1.6 points. Not. Yeah, but you know what'll happen good. now. Yeah, oh, he'll be great next. This no, no, no. Once you get tired of it, you'll bench him, and then he'll I'll, get like 30. I'll put in Ebron, who had 15.1, and he'll get... That, that was a good pick from Xander. I told him that the day he picked him. I'm like, mm-hmm. Ebron, really? And then I, I saw the game, and I was like, oh, Ebron. Ebron's <laughs> going to be good. Ebron. And we could tell when we were at the preseason yeah, oh, yeah, game, no. he was a favorite. There was there was already like a really strong understanding connection between him and Andrew. Ebron, I didn't know he was so highly picked. Like four yeah, years ago. First round draft pick. Like, he's going to be legit for the Colts. If they could keep him healthy mm-hmm. and Doyle. Right. Which I'm, they're, they're very different. Well, they, they, they made a big swamp on the bottom end of that tight end depth chart. They, they waived Swoop, re-signed him to the, to the trading practice squad, squad, and brought up a rookie from the practice squad into the, I guess, the third slot. So we'll see what How happens there. How many teams there. have three slots for a tight end on the yeah. active roster? Well, I think the thing is that the Colts probably have two receivers and then one blocker. Yeah. So they just dropped Swoop, who has never been great. Because, I mean, your third string tight end on the roster, you're not going to be great. Well, I'll say, I'll say, though, to the Colts' credit, and you know me, mm-hmm. not a Colts fan. Not a Colts fan. Ebron has looked like a perfect fit mm-hmm. here in Indy. Mm-hmm. And that's what you like seeing from not only his side – but Indy side, they hit the money like, okay, they hit the nail on the head. But you're not sure what's going to happen yet. Right. But early signs say like, it seems it seems good. good. It seems good. And, and uh, you know, Reich is a very offensive minded coach. Yes, he was a yeah. quarterback. So. Yeah. Which was a good decision because when we hired Chuck Pagano, everybody was like, mm, guys, I don't know if Chuck's the right choice here. And then you know he got cancer. Bruce Arena. 
Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, the good Bruce, the good Bruce coach, uh, came in who is an offensive-minded coach and took us to eleven and five. That whole situation we've talked about on here before. There was no winning if you're the Colts. You, Seriously, you fire no a coach winning. who just had cancer, or you keep a guy, or, or keep you a guy, or you lose him. You lose get the, back yeah. an average coach, right? So, so Chuck looking Pagano, back as an adults. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's fine. Um, that looking back as adults, you see it as okay. They made the choice that was going to be the best PR for them. Right. I I think in a different market, a decision would have been different. But the Indianapolis market oh, yeah. is very loyal, very loyalty based. People like, here love like. You think Dallas Clark really would have thrived anywhere else? No. He did thrive though. He was good. But uh, what I'm saying is that. He was made to be an indie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you, indie has a lot of people who just, when they love you, they love you. Right. It does not matter. It, 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 it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse because then, like, as you've said plenty of times, you can do no wrong. Yeah. But then also it becomes very difficult to get rid of someone who has been here for a long time, unless they do something. Because there's also, like, a very vindictive portion yeah. where, like, if you do something stupid, they're like, get him out of here. Get yeah. him out of here. Yeah. Uh, the what we had one guy kneel, and everybody's like, "We're done." Yeah. Nobody. Well, so. I mean, people don't realize it because everyone's like, "Man, Indy seems like it'd be pretty democratic of a state." I'm like, "It's a pretty conservative state." It's a very conservative state like, with two big pockets of blue in in Indianapolis and yeah. then in Bloomington. But, but I mean, it's like people just forget that <laughs> Indiana is so spread out, mm-hmm. like. I mean, there's so many people just all over the state. Right. Which is great for traffic. Yeah. Because then you're not hitting it like, where's everyone in Tennessee? They're in Nashville. Nashville. They're in Knoxville. They're and they're in Memphis. Memphis. That's it. And Memphis is spread across three states. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So the thing that really, we were basically tied going into the final quarter of mm-hmm. the Rams-Oakland game. So at, <laughs> with like, what, two minutes to go? The the Rams were down in the red zone of the Raiders, about to go up by a couple. It depended on if they were going to go for the touchdown or the field goal. And yeah. I was just, I was hoping and praying that they were going to hold for the field goal. Because you had Todd Gurley, yep. who would have gotten the rushing touchdown. Yep. And I had Greg Zerline, who was going to get the points for the field goal. Yep. And it ends up, Zerline gets the field goal. So yeah, I go up, is... I went up by 0.8 points. 0.8 points. So dumb. And then I had the Raiders' defense, so it goes back to Oakland. And then it really didn't make much of a difference because uh, Derek, Derek Carr, is that the right car? Derek Carr, yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr threw. I did this. I, I did that the other day on. Yeah. Uh, I looked up David Carr. Yeah, that was oh. the Texans' first ever pick. Wow. When they had that draft. Yeah. That worked out real well. Real well for them. Real well. But then, then I had the the Rams' defense, so that pick six really blew. It didn't blow open the game, but it made it much. Much more open than it yeah. really was coming down to the very end. Good well, game though. We both have great teams for this. Great game. Good I mean, game. Good it game. was one shaking hands. Good game. One thirty six point six to one forty five point four. That's a that's a it high scoring game. Happens to us all the time. It does. We're, we'll play each other and we'll just have shootouts. It's. I I think there was there was at one point in one of my leagues or no it was you actually you had like the highest overall points mm-hmm. for and also against and you were yep. had a losing record. Yep. Because everybody would go against you and score like a 170. And you're like, I can't beat that. I would score like 140 a week somehow. Somehow. Which is already insane. Yeah. And then I get beat every week. And then this week we're starting up uh, a Yahoo League. We would have had this done the first week, but certain people didn't actually schedule the draft until (laughs) until last Tuesday. Well, it wasn't wasn't necessarily that. It was time conflicting. Uh, things it w- from right. me, from other people in the right. league, and the only time that worked was unfortunately after the first week. Well, I think we were never planning to do it until like the Friday or Saturday, so I think the first week wouldn't have mattered anyway because Thursday night football had already happened. Well, that's what I'm saying is, yeah, if you're gonna blame someone, blame all of us. I don't know about that. I mean, there was times I wasn't available. That's one of the reasons. True. Back. True. I mean, there's, yeah. So. Well, no one's to blame. No one's to blame. It just it just happened. You want to run um, down who you picked than me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've quarterback slot, not great quarterbacks. Uh, I got Kirk Cousins, 
who's you know solid but it's not a great. Safe pick. It's, it was smarter. a safe pick, and then I also picked up Darnold just in case like he keeps smart. doing well. Smart. Um, for my wide receivers, this is not a PPR league, so no. running backs are the most important thing. So I took Todd overall. I was number yeah. one overall. So yep. I took Todd Gurley right off the bat because I think that's the safest pick. And then I picked up uh, uh, James Conner uh, with pick. What pick was he? Oh, I can't see my pick. what pick he was. But I picked him later, later, later in the draft. I, I uh, was scrolling down and I just saw his name. Like, oh, you know what? He did pretty well in his first game. I had him queued. Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked up Juice, Jarvis Landry. I have a man. Oh, Emmanuel one. Sanders is still on Denver. That's what I thought. I yeah. Just- He's one of those guys that you don't ever see leaving. Uh-huh. So if he ever does, you're going to be like, no, 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 wait. My running back uh, 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 corral is actually pretty good. I got Todd Gurley, James Conner, and Jay Ajayi, who had a really good first week mm. for Philadelphia. I think I picked Gronk with my second pick because yeah, Gronk is just really good. Gronk's Gronk. Uh, and then on my bench right now, I've got Devontae Adams, who was who is would be my starter, but he is still questionable for the game. Yep. And he's playing Minnesota. So that's not the best time to play a wide receiver against yeah. Minnesota. Uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, who's C. Carson? Chris Carson. Yeah, oh, Chris the, Carson, yeah, the, the running back for Seattle. Seattle that you were talking about. Yep. Uh, I already talked about Sam Darnold. Uh, my last pick was accidentally auto-selected because I forgot that I was picking back-to-back and I was at the USMNT game in Nashville. Which, by the way, bravo to Xander for multitasking like a champ. Yep, I was... He was literally doing his job. I was doing my job, covering the match in it's, Nashville. It's like you work at a real job. You were yeah. looking at stuff you're not supposed to. Right. Not in a bad way, but you're doing you know. a fantasy draft mm-hmm. while working. Right. So yeah. It works and out. then, you know, the, like a couple days, uh, I think a couple of days later, I was typing up my uh, match report while I was at real work. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, that might not be a smart Well, decision. it was training. There was a lot of downtime. Like I'd already finished what we were doing and I was just sitting there. So I decided to type it up. Uh, Ronald Jones II for the Buccaneers. He's not running a bad back. Pick. He's not bad. The he last was the USC, I think. The last one though was was the one that was auto picked. Ricky Seals Jones, tight end, a tight end for the Cardinals, which I would not have picked. He's big. He's big, but he is. Who's your defense and kicker? Uh, they're they're listed differently, so they're down at the bottom. I got Goskowski in the in Denver, so Ooh. those are those are pretty solid. Denver Denver's good. Goskowski's always a good pick, just because he like never misses. Well, it's he's like picking just, he is the epitome of Mister Reliable. Yeah, it's like him and Vinatieri. They never miss unless. Yeah. You know, you're you're kicking a 57 yarder, or and something even then like you're that. like, he might, he might. Make you, you know, there's a chance. There's a chance. You want to read through my team? Uh, yeah, let me pull it up real quick. Okay, while Xander looks that up, I'll just say some words. You know, just hanging out. Those are good words. Thanks. I like those words. I appreciate. It. No, you don't. Uh, what's your team name? Uh, disrespecting the time. There it is. <laughs> I could. Okay, here we go. Oh, classic, classic quarterback here. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Uh, let's see. Who? Oh, Kamara. You got Kamara. That's a good pick. I wanted Kamara, yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially for this week. He's, they're playing Cleveland. Yep. So he's probably going to rack it up. Both of those guys will probably rack it up. Uh, Demarius Thomas. I have him in the other league. I don't care about the other league. Okay. This Bra- is for bragging rights. Brandon Cooks. He's good. Yep. You picked up Ebron. I for did. this league. Oh. And then you picked up uh, Chris Thompson again in yep. this league. He always does well for me. And then Delvin Cook. Dalvin. Dalvin, Cook, Dalvin running Cook. back for the Vikings. Yeah. You got on, on your bench you got Aguilar, uh Tyrod Taylor. And Tyrod uh, Taylor. I picked him up as a backup mm. for now. Yeah. Just in case. Just just in case. And you actually have a pretty tough decision this week whether you're gonna go with Demarius Thomas or Aguilar. Because they're like point one separated yeah. on point project, projection. So that's always a tough choice. I have that going on in mind as well. Uh, Sammy Watkins, sneaky pick there. Uh, he's, oh, you've got three quarterbacks. you got Dak down here as well. Yeah, well, I picked up Tyrod. Sorry, Tyrod. Mm-hmm. Um, because trade bait. Like, if he has oh, one good game, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. mind losing him. Mm-hmm. Him or Dak. Right. So. Right, right, right. Uh, Sony Michelle, the uh, New England running back. New England running back. He is questionable this week, but I'm, I mean, I picked him for later in the year because yeah. he's just a rookie. Yeah, yeah, true. He's a freak athlete, though. Uh, and then who is this guy? Tariq Cohen, Tariq Cohen running back Bears. for the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kicker, you could, you picked my kicker, Zerline yep. uh, from the other one, and the Baltimore defense, which doesn't look good now. Yeah, no, negative one points for you this week so far. So that's good. Well, the the teams <laughs> I wanted to pick. 
it, it, this draft was really weird. We got to like the what it was like the tenth round, and then it was like Bing Bang Boom. The top four defenses were gone. Well, yeah, I was waiting, and I had actually contemplated the pick before that yeah. to take a D. Yeah. And then I was like, well, they'll be there. And then there's always that classic run at defenses. Once that first you know, person like, takes uh, a defense, you're like, oh, boy, I better grab the next one. Yeah, so I, I missed out on the ones I wanted, but I just couldn't trust any of the other ones. Yeah. I'm like, Baltimore would be okay, right? Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, with that, I picked them so late, I can just drop an ad. Yeah, you can easily drop it's an like ad. like what I do and with de- kickers. Defenses are, like, there's, there's a strategy to defenses where, like, you just drop an ad based on matchups every week. I Unless they're just, like, freakishly good. Right. There's also that There's also that aspect of it. Like, but, a couple of years for Seattle's Legion of Boom, mm-hmm. which yeah. is, at, like, yeah. teams would only score, like, 11 points. Mm-hmm. They had, like, three, four turnovers. Well, I was I was aiming to pick the Bears because I was waiting, for that, I wanted. I was waiting for that first pick to be taken. It was probably going to be, like, the Rams or something. And I was like, well, the Bears will probably still be there. But I was like... Rams, uh, uh, Vikings, and then two picks later, Bears. And I was yeah. like three picks after that one. I'm like, oh, come on. Come well, that's on. What happened. I queued up like three defenses. Yeah. And they all went in a row. Yeah. It and was... then I had to scramble and look who there was. And I'm like, Baltimore has the best looking at this moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought, do I want to settle for a bad defense or get an okay one and see what happens? Mm-hmm. So I went with okay. Yeah. All right, that was our fantasy wrap of the week. Uh, of the week? Yeah. I guess we could talk about it's, it every week. It's just like a little segment, because generally our pick segment is really long, so we need a shorter segment for this one. And that's what we did right here. Segment, segment, segment. Now it's, well, that's coming up next. If we, I don't know if we have multiple segments. We might just do like a real quick news breakdown slash screenshot rundown. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in a second, though. Bye-bye for a second. As I've told you all before, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to them specifically on Stitcher.com. I don't listen to them on Stitcher.com. That's where you can find Stitcher. But I listen to them on Stitcher, the podcast app, a.k.a. Radio On Demand. And, you know, I've listened to all my shows, and I've listened to them, and I, I actually caught up. And so now I'm just, like, waiting for new episodes. I was like, oh, no, i got to find something else to, you know, fill my time when I have nothing else going into my earballs. And I found a new podcast on there. And i got to tell you, it's, it's, it's one of my new favorites. And I think that just goes to show how great the selection of content is on uh, Stitcher.com. Now, this specific podcast is a Stitcher Premium exclusive so, like, it's original content on Stitcher that you can't find anywhere else. It's another it's another thing on Stitcher that makes it so great. They have, like, content that is exclusive to them, and it's the highest of quality. It's amazingly funny, amazingly entertaining. And, you know, if you wanted to, you can even hear my show on there. And it's because... We're a great thing, and they like us, so they put us on there. Now, you can download the free app today uh, on the on your app store or on their website at stitcher.com and listen anytime and anywhere with no streaming, no syncing, no wasted memory, no downloading, on demand and on the go, however you wish. And their selection is great, and the award-winning free app lets you customize everything into playlists that you want. So if you wanted like a sports and a comedy separated, you could put them on the two different playlists, and then you can, you know, dose them out as you wish. And you can even rate review stuff. I mean, it's available for everything. iOS, Android, Nook, even in car dashboards. So check it out today in Stitcher. It's radio on demand, and it's got great exclusive content. It's also free if you want. We're back from the break. Uh, we're not doing a segment segment per se. It's more like just a, 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 a news blurb rundown. First thing that came out to this day, this day, today. Not even that long ago. It was not long ago. Pacquiao. No, no, no. Sorry. Mayweather came out of nowhere and said, hey, me and Pacquiao are coming out of retirement to beat each other up again. Not only that, this year. This year. By the so, end of the year, they'll be yeah. fighting. Hopefully uh, Pacquiao doesn't try to cheat this time. Because uh, there was oh, a whole because th- <laughs> he got destroyed in their last yeah. matchup, but you know Pacquiao did look better in the fights after that one. Yeah, uh, he should have won that one against that British guy that they had in yeah, that was, Yankee Stadium. That one was interesting because Pacquiao clearly won yeah. that. Oh, oh, that's not what I want to talk about. Uh, uh, Canelo Triple G is I think tonight. It's tonight, yeah, uh, which is a fight I want to watch. 
Right. But I also don't want to pay. Well, triple- and I also don't want to go to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings to right. watch it. Triple G's going to win. Like it's yeah. everybody, all the Canelos can be like, oh, he actually cares this time. Like I don't, I I know he cares, but Triple G is still way better than Triple you. Triple G is also a scary person. He is a very scary Russian man. Yeah, uh, no, that, who would literally be able to kill you whenever he wanted to, just no, with like a good punch. You wouldn't think it by looking at you and I. But I'm a big boxing guy. Like, yeah, I don't know the rankings. I don't know every fight. Right, but if it's a fight on, I want to watch it. And if it's a good fight, absolutely. Oh yeah, like when the. Uh, Mayweather McGregor fight. Uh huh. Like, I watched that, and that was I, awesome. I watched that, yeah. Even though Boy, they were. T- McGregor's jaw was so strong. Yeah, he took some punches. He took a lot of punch. It was surprising that he lasted as long as he did, because he was getting rocked. There was a couple of those punches. I just kept thinking, how is he up? Yeah. Is, I think I can't. He did not. He lost, and not yeah. in a pretty bad way, but he came out of that looking pretty good, because yeah. he was. He hung in there yeah. for as long as he did. And well, it was, he was obviously a match, like from the very beginning. Well, the thing that drove me nuts with everything going on with that fight was everyone's like, well, put Mayweather in a MMA. I'm like, no, boxing's perfect for both because it's fighting right. without kicking. Right. It's like, if you do that, it's, I don't know. I just thought that was dumb. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather end up putting this fight on the calendar. Yeah. I would think probably November. You're making real intense eye contact with me, and it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll stop. You're uh, also, like, shaking a little bit. You're like, it was kind of weird. I'm just amped for this fight. Uh, no, it looked like, uh, never mind. <laughs> you just looked a little excited to see me. All right. Okay. Uh, another big news. Westbrook had some knee surgery. Russell, Russell, West, Russell Westbrook had some knee surgery. Out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. It, seriously. Like, it. Like it's the off season, and usually nothing happens during the NBA off season. Dude, what's except up for with Twitter, there. How did they not know? I don't know. Like, how like, did how did Wadge not know this? Oh, fire him! Basically, you got to get rid of him now. Yeah, if Wadge doesn't know it, first of all, bravo to everyone who kept that a secret. Yeah, seriously, I trust you with my life. Yeah, <laughs> you can keep a Russell Westbrook knee surgery in the shadows. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> he may not be back for the season. The did start they of the what season. It was? I think they just said it was like a minor arthroscopic knee surgery, but still, anytime you get a player as explosive, just think, just think about, uh, I almost said Jalen Rose, Derrick <laughs> Rose. Like anytime you have knee surgery on an explosive player, it's a big deal because yeah. he's not relying on on like he's he's you know he's a lightning bolt and yeah. on the on the on the court. I almost said the pitch about basketball. I'm insane. He's real. He's real good down the wings. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he's he's good down the wings. Gets real forward. Um, I think we had another one to talk about. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the EPL. Uh, I don't know if they did it so far already. Uh, they were very lightly testing yeah. VAR this weekend, which is immensely overdue. They're not going to implement it this year, but I think this basically means that next year the EPL will have like fully legitimate functioning VAR. Here's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do it at certain matches. And uh-huh. they're not going to let it affect the game whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, like, but they'll the referees will be trained to know uh-huh. how to handle it. Well, that this first one, the people in the VAR booth had no contact with the field. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, so, it's like that where like you'll have officials mm-hmm. learn it and they'll say, "Hey, had VAR been in effect, that's a goal." Right. Or if not, that wouldn't have been. Right. So, like, I think Leroy Sané's goal, his second goal, would probably count it because he was on sides. Yeah. For for that, I mean, they still won three zero. So I'm like, I'm not up in arms about well, it. It's but one of those, it's one of those complaints you have when your team's that good. Yeah, it's like we could have won by more. Aguero was offsides, but he yeah. was not involved with the play. Sane onsides, he yeah. scored. Uh, I think it's good. I, I really do like it. it. It's like I said, it's overdue. It looked great in the World Cup. Yeah. It worked perfectly in the World Cup. And no it one, did not take up a lot of time, right. which was everyone's concern. Every everybody, I there were. I don't know anybody who has come out and said. VAR really messed up the World Cup. It felt yeah. great going through the entire thing. Well, I think the, the main pushback from VAR, and I, I was one of these people a couple of years ago, is, oh, well, this is, gonna, this is just going to be time-wasting, and like, you know, they're going to take forever at the monitor. But, I mean, the longest I saw anyone standing was like a minute and a half. Yeah. And it, it's like they get talked to the whole time. They're looking at it, and they're like, okay, goal. 
Yeah. Or no goal. Or penalty. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great because what it does is it it still allows the human elements of a referee to stay. Right. But it also gives you a literal statistical fact that that ball's in. Right. Or that was a pen. Right. And you missed it. Like that's I like that. I like that a lot. Um I'm hoping it will turn into something that is put worldwide so mm-hmm. that we can it will just be you know easy Everyone, to get yeah. used to. Like I would I would bet MLS is coming up in a a couple of years with it. Well, I mean, there's there, not like I'll see it. There's but. yeah, their season's almost over, so they could very well like just send referees elsewhere, bring in yeah. referees to implement it next year. Yeah, but I doubt they'll do that because that would make too much sense. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would say that. Well, uh, if, it, if something that makes sense, they're not going to do it because that yeah. would make too much sense. Yeah, like. Why don't we loosen up the transfer restrictions? No, 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 no. We want to make sure that we have a tight thumb on every player that comes in and out of the MLS. Oh, excuse me, MLS. There you go. Yeah, I got told that. Uh, quick backstory. I know we're almost done. We're, the the bell dismisses you not, or I'm, I dismiss <laughs> you not the bell. There you go. Miss that up. But uh, it's good. Yeah. So I was writing an article for. Uh, a website wow. a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and it was about Major League Soccer and like them. At the time, they were talking about where they're going to expand, right? And I wrote it and I said the MLS mm-hmm. because that's just what it. You'd the NBA, be. the MLB. Yeah. Well, MLS sent my editor at the time an email saying it's MLS, not the MLS. Like, because it's Major League Soccer. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, Not the Major League Soccer. Right. It's so petty. It is. Because, like cares? I said, you say the MLB. Like, yeah. the best in the MLB. Yeah. You don't say the best the in MLB. The National Basketball Association. Right. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's... It, it really, pe- petty, petty is a good word for it. Yeah. Because, really, you're referring to an organization as an acronym. You're not going to say... It, it, whatever. It's the whatever. Football Boot Review. The. Meet me in the middle. <laughs> But no, I, I'm not going to get into MLS stuff. We'd be here another hour. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll do it a different time. In shorter oh, segments. If, if MLS does something dumb, we're Don't on worry. It. We're on it. Shout out MLS for not giving us creds. Yeah. You guys you guys <laughs> really made a bet. Well, I mean, it would have made sense for us, them to give it to us. So obviously they're not going to. Now we're MLS watchdogs. Going to let you know when they're dumb. All right. So... Be ready it's yeah. all the time. Um, all right. Well, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at meet me underscore middle. Search for us. Uh, uh, excuse me. Instagram and Twitter at meet me underscore middle. Search for us on Facebook. You can find our page there. That's how you keep up to date with everything that's going on with meet me in the middle. Uh, go to the website, meet me in the middle.co and check out uh, for articles. I mean, I have two posted right now that I've recently done for match reports for uh the USMNT two games that they've done this past well, over the course of the past week. And Xander was at both. So I was very, I was there. Very good. Yeah. And uh they it's a lot it's a retrospective in the first one and a prospective in the second one. So the that one looks back to like the past year or so. And then the one that I just did looks forward to like the next camp and even further down the road. Yeah. Um if you want, uh, you know, follow Football Boot Review as well on Instagram and on Twitter, which is football underscore boot underscore review on Instagram, Instagram. and boot reviews one on Twitter. Uh, we have the FBR cast, as you guys hopefully know. Booming. It's <clears throat> right now it is on the Meet Me in the Middle feed, but I'm pretty sure that soon we're going to have an independent feed for Football Boot Review. We'll let you know on Meet Me in the Middle when that happens, but it's uh, keep, like, keep, keep it in mind that it's going to happen soon. Um, Da, 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 da. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash MMITM. That's not going to split up. There's, there's a Patreon for MMITM slash FBR. We'll, we'll, we'll actually talk about that. Uh, what else? Keep an eye out for more episodes. You know, they'll come into your phone when we get them done. Uh, subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. Stitcher, uh, subscribe. Google. Leave us a like, a review. Yeah, leave us a review. That'd be awesome. Let us awesome. know what we can improve on. Seriously. If you guys want to hear about something, let us know. We'll try to talk about and it. We'll tell if you we how want much to. we don't want to talk about Right. It. We'll say, hey, the people did this, and we don't like it. Like if you go, hey, talk about League of MX, I'll go, no. 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 We barely talk about MLS. We're also, not going to talk about League of MX. I don't have MX. League of MX channels. Right. Yeah. That, that's what's holding me back. I actually probably that do, was. but uh, I don't want to watch Who it. Who even has BN? I have too much to do now. 
We do. I actually do now. You do? I do. You gotta, yeah. change, your, you gotta change the title now. Well, no, because we, at the no. time... No, who even has been? We do. In parentheses, besides me. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I think that's enough for today. Yeah. Like, I agree. I feel like I missed plugging some things, but I don't I don't have the sheet in front of me, so I don't know. It's okay. It's all right. It's That'll okay. Be fine. Uh, all right. See you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, bud. Bye, buddy.